Wow, that was terrible. Today, our special guest is another one of our resident critters, Mr. Rue. Do you say hi? No, he's being very uncharacteristically quiet today. <laughs> Rue is one of our dogs. He is, he's been, actually he has been posted on our Facebook page. Has he? Mm-hmm. When I did our Kittens Love the Booty teaser. Oh, of course. He was up there, which yep. uh, by the time you guys hear this episode, you've heard our Kittens Love the Booty episode. And you've rated us on iTunes. And you've loved it. Yeah. So uh, actually, you know, I guess we should start with saying thank you so much for listening. Yes. Welcome thank you to so Crittercast much. episode oh four. We're so excited. Five. Episode five. We're recording episode five right now. We are sticking it out. Ah. Yes. So Kathy, what exciting news happened in the world of CritterCast this week, this, like, last two weeks. I have so much exciting news Okay, for you. explain it. Well, so, the most exciting is that we're on Spotify. Yes. It could be that you're listening to us right now on, on Spotify. Spotify. I probably am, because I choose Spotify oh, over absolutely. most other platforms. Yes. Because I pay for it. Yeah. But yeah, so actually, what I find most exciting yes. is that this is the first episode that we're recording yeah. after we've actually officially posted episodes. Right? Mm-hmm. It's so exciting. So all four of our other episodes that you guys have heard already um, were recorded before we even had everything set up. I mean, we were re-listening to episodes one and two on Spotify today yeah. to celebrate that we were on Spotify, and I was realizing, like, we didn't even for sure know what our website was going to be. We didn't have all yeah. of our social media set up, and now we've got everything. Everything. We've got our Facebook, our Twitter, our Instagram. We're most active on Facebook and Instagram because who, like, let's be real. Yeah. Who isn't? Right. Exactly. <laughs> our website is up and being um, updated at every time we post. Mm-hmm. Our podcast has three live episodes on our website, on yep. iTunes, on Spotify. Isn't that amazing? It's awesome. Okay, but wait. Here, yes. I'll raise you a little bit. Okay. So not only... Is everything live? Yes. People are listening to it. This is true. <gasps> and it's like not just our friends and family. I mean, it might be mostly our friends and family right now. But that's like more than I thought would listen. Honestly, Definitely same. more. Like our yeah. first episode has, what, 20-something downloads now? No, it has 31. Yeah. So I yeah. really did not think that 31 individual people were going to want to listen to our podcast. It's amazing. It's so and exciting. And like the couple people that I've told about it. Um, that were like, oh, yeah, I saw something about that on Facebook. What is that again? Yeah. And I actually tell them, and they're like, oh, that's really cool. Yeah, I'll probably yeah, listen. It I'm is like, cool. Mm, are you? But <laughs> I know, some right? people are, clearly. I, I literally called my parents while they were on a two-day road trip to go and visit my grandmother um, and kind of kind of forced, but not actually, because I, I was not there physically threatening them. Right. So they can't call it force. Right. Well... Anyhow, they dubiously consented to listen to episode one, and they had some very positive feedback. Yeah. Do you want to hear what they said? Um, Go for it. They said, it's good. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what they said. That's exactly what they said. My mom showed off her newfound gecko knowledge in a a game of trivia around the table at Olive Garden, the the most famous family restaurant. Oh my, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Because, you know, we didn't want to pay $2.99 to pay those little play those little trivia games on the oh, yeah. like 
little machines they give you, so Wait. instead we just did an in-person trivia game. Much better. And she just showed off all her brand new gecko knowledge. Wait, so what did she, how did she show it off? Well, you know, we my brother decided he wanted to play animal trivia, and okay. so I asked my mom because she had just been talking about how she had listened to it, mm-hmm. and I was, you know, trying to call her out because I'm a punk like that. <laughs> um, and so I asked about leopard geckos and what made a gecko a gecko, since mm-hmm. that was our first topic in our first episode. And, and she was like... Uh, well, their tails. And Jake, he, my younger brother, he knew their tails too because yeah. he's got a, he had a gecko and we have geckos, so he knew. And I was like, okay. And then um, and then my mom was like, and something about their feet. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was like, I don't blame you for remember, not remembering that one exactly. But yes, you're right. Yeah. They have special bonding properties That's in their right. feet. And then she was like, and also they're pregnant for a really long time. <laughs> That one's like me too. I was like, I mean, that's not the total fact, but I could tell that you definitely listened <laughs> yeah. to the episode yeah. because you otherwise would not have even no. thought to mention that. No. Um, so I really, you know, that was exciting. Yeah. Um, but we did have we did have some negative feedback too. We did. We did it's have some negative it's true. Feedback from and actually, by we, I think we mean I. I have negative <laughs> feedback mostly. <laughs> I mean. I think that my mom just wanted to place the blame on someone else, <laughs> but... Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure my parents thought so, too. <laughs> well, you guys know, this is a podcast for adults. Yeah. We have never tried to pretend like it was anything else. No. And we knew that was our intention going into it. Mm-hmm. And the reason that we wanted it to be that way was because there are lots of shows like this for kids already. Right. There are a they lot have of shows. Whole TV channels. Exactly. They have every time I start doing research on animals. It's like children friendly oh, things. Animal facts for kids. Right. No, I don't like, want the fucking facts for kids. Yes. Give me the real shit. And there it goes. <laughs> <laughs> the reason for our only <laughs> negative feedback our only negative feedback so far. So far has been that apparently one, or possibly both of us, has a particular potty mouth. I don't know what you're talking um, about. And that if we were to limit that, we could widen our audience quite a bit. I mean, true, but again, but I also, think... like, what kids are listening to podcasts? Let's be real. Right? Like, very few. Yes. Most people listening to podcasts yes. are adults. Also, if you want to share our brilliant minds and insight with your kids, just fast forward. Yeah. You know? Like, listen to it once yourself. Yeah. And then listen again. Or, like, just be open with your children about how the the English language works. Exactly. Um, so that's that's what's exciting in, in the CritterCast so world. Also, thank you right to now. the people who are leaving us reviews. Yeah. Oh. We have, like, four reviews already. Oh, it's amazing. Four iTunes reviews. We haven't figured out... I don't think there's a way you can rate or review on Spotify. I don't think so either. But, you know, follow our playlist. Like it. Yeah. Subscribe. You can share it. Um, on all social media platforms, mm-hmm. share our Facebook page, share our Instagram. Yeah. Um, we have not been as great about posting as we wanted to, but we will get better at that. Look, we've had a lot going on. <laughs> hey, don't judge us. There's a lot. There's a lot. <laughs> there's so much, you guys. Uh, Holy crap, there's so much. Um, but today... Yeah. We decided to switch it up a little bit. You know, uh-huh. we've, we've delved under the sea. We've gone into all the little mm-hmm. tiny, and we've gone all over the continent and all over the world with geckos. Except for Antarctica. That's true. Well, no, we did talk about how they yes. possibly could be in Antarctica. We just didn't yeah. know. Yeah. Um, Although we did hit Antarctica with the sloths. That's true. So. We did talk about them. We went mm-hmm. into the, the rainforests. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we went into your home with the kittens, which we you guys did. will have heard by now, though, as we're recording, you guys will hear it in a few days. 
days. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, the one place we haven't gone yet is we haven't taken it up to the skies. Yeah, we got to take it to our limits. Time to fly high. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I thought that was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah. I liked it. Um, so what are we talking about? It, it, I guess it, we can give the hint that it flies in the sky. It does. It, it flies does. in the sky. Sometimes it flies right in front of your car, too, though. And that's actually one of its leading causes of um, becoming a, an animal of, like, concern conservation status. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That wouldn't surprise me at all. Yep. Um, yep. So today, yep. we're going to talk about... <gasps> owls. Owls. Yeah. I mean, I know them as very intelligent creatures mm-hmm. who are super pedantic about lollipops. Right. Right? Yeah. Um, but also... like kind of cheaty yeah too why why did tootsie roll choose the owl as i don't they're know. like that was so as weird the creature for this and is it just me or was that owl in those commercials just a little bit pervy a little bit like, i mean I, he's always hanging around kids right and taking their candy and you're like mm, and being all like mm, i'm gonna lick this right in front of oh my god <laughs> no i don't think it went that far i don't i got some creepy vibes from that owl <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, um, let's think about non-creepy owls oh, for, okay. for a moment All here. Right, indulge ourselves into some some different <laughs> kinds of owl facts. Oh, you want to hear some, some facts about owls? Like, I mean, what even is an owl? So an owl is different than other animals because of a couple of main characteristics. Okay. Well, other birds, obviously. I mean, it's different from other animals because it's a bird. Right. Yeah, okay. So one of the characteristics is its head, the mm-hmm. size of its head. Right, it can turn like around and around and around and around and around, right? Yeah, it can go um, 270 degrees. So it can't go all oh. the way around. So that's a common misconception. Yeah. That it can't do that full. Right. I mean, because if it could, that would just be. It like would be you impossible. wouldn't actually like you have just couldn't. a spine or right. muscles. No, yeah. no. You couldn't, like your spine just couldn't right. rotate. Your skin couldn't do no. that. No, your head would, you would you die. Know, I'm just now thinking like underneath all their feathers, they must have really floppy neck skin. Oh, that's really creepy. Because even to just do 270 degrees. Oh my out, gosh. Gross. <laughs> okay, so here's something cool though. Okay. Because if you can turn your head that far. Yeah. You would cut off circulation so you couldn't like, right. get blood to your head. Right. And it would be challenging to breathe. So they actually have a blood pooling system that collects blood to power their brains and eyes for when neck movement cuts off their circulation. So they've evolved to like have this store very, extra blood yes, for those for those moments. necessary moments. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Is that something that they have to... I mean, obviously, they don't have to think about it, but mm-hmm. is it something that they like, they don't turn their head around that often? Or, I don't like, think so. they just do it whenever they regular, want? Yeah, I think they just do it whenever they They're want. They're like, oh, I heard something behind me. I don't want to turn my whole body. Yeah. Imagine if you could do that. Right. You're just like, yeah, what? And instead of having to, like, literally get mm-hmm. up and turn around, you could just turn your head. Okay, how handy would that be in either of our jobs? Like, super handy. So handy. You could just basically have 360 vision because you yeah. could just move your body a tiny bit yep. and your head would just swivel around. Yep. But I feel like we'd also look very creepy. Oh, yeah. I mean, just we don't have feathers to hide our floppy creepy. neck muscles. Be- <laughs> <laughs> well, the muscles wouldn't be floppy, but there would be a lot of extra skin, presumably. Because your skin gets tight when you, like, turn your head all the way. Right? Okay, if you're not trying this right now as you're listening to this, <laughs> then you you're a liar. Do your podcast wrong. <laughs> you better be trying it right now because that's absolutely what we're doing. And send us what you think. Do you think it's your neck muscles that are tightening up or do you think it's your skin that tightens? Well, I think it's both. 
But, like, you you couldn't turn your head the whole way. Like, at some point, your skin would right. not tolerate that. Yeah. Wow. Because, like, you could Crazy. do this to your arm, you know, and your skin would be what... Give, give yourself the little burn. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Insane. So they're, so they're heads and, yeah. like, that special blood pumping system. Mm-hmm. What else? So, I mean, honestly, like, the way the owls have evolved, all the pieces fit together so perfectly. And that's something that's really cool to me. Though another thing about owls is they have to be able to turn their heads that much because mm-hmm. they can't move their eyes. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, what you're doing right now, where you're looking around in different places with your yes. eyes. Like most animals do. Yeah. They can't do that. Their eyes, they don't actually have eyeballs. Wait, I'm sorry? <laughs> they have eye tubes. What? I know. But they look like eyeballs. Yes. And they can blink. Yeah. And, like, close their I mean, eyelids. They're, they're they the same like... as our eyes. It's just that they're tube-shaped. Instead of globe-shaped. Instead of globe But they globe-shaped. still have, like... Yeah, they're not spheres. But... But then, why do they look like spheres? Because they sit back in their head further. But the front... It's but they're, like, wide tubes, then. It's not like yeah. they're, like, little tiny oh, tubes. Oh, gosh, They're, no. like, uh-uh. eyeball width Yeah, tubes. it's kind of like a tampon. Okay. Only that's... be, like, a really big tampon. Yeah, I don't... Or a cucumber, but a really small... Wait, um... I have it, a baby pickle. Okay. That's, <laughs> that's what their eyes look like. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so that's I'm why they a have little, to be like less into owls now, because <laughs> like what animal doesn't have an eyeball? I mean, they still have like I, but no, they don't. No, they don't. Like it's not an no, eyeball, so true. don't trick no, me. They have eye tubes. That's freaky. <laughs> <I know. laughs> um, but it's helpful. Those eye tubes are helpful because they give them binocular vision. Um, so that's how they can be able to, they, it helps them to boost their depth perception so that they can fully focus, like your camera. Mm-hmm. When you're focusing your camera on a particular thing, they can mm-hmm. do that with prey because so, of those tube-shaped eyes. Like, that maybe might have been a better analogy. They have, like, camera lens eyes. Mm, maybe would have so. been a better. <laughs> I like the baby pickle eyes. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> or the tampon eyes. No. <laughs> So, I can't do it. But do you see how elegantly all these pieces fit together? I see demonically. Like, it just... They you're, don't, like, you're not alone there. <laughs> a lot of people, like, throughout like, history right? have had really negative... Like, I always thought owls were real cool and, like, Same. gentle, like, courageous, intelligent creatures. For the most part, yeah. But in the, like, the last year of my life, mm-hmm. I have discovered that they're actually very terrifying predators. Yeah. Like, I knew oh, they were yeah. terrifying predators to, like, rodents. Right. But, like, I'm not a rodent, so I don't have to fear them. Mm-hmm. But all of a sudden, I'm, like, a little afraid. <laughs> you should be afraid. Oh, no. So. Who's afraid of part the big, of bad owl? why they're so. <laughs> doesn't have the same ring to it. Okay. <laughs> part of why they're such Who, great who's predators. Who's afraid to the oh, owl? No. You went there. Yes, I did. Oh, my goodness. Afraid of the big bad owl. What? <laughs> That's my job to make the terrible jokes. I'm trying to come up with an episode title. Let's be real. Hoots afraid of the big bad owl. <laughs> I mean, it's a pretty good one. Right. Either that or <laughs> tampon eyes. No, we're not doing that. Nobody will even know what the episode is about. Anyway, tell me more, tell me more about owls. <laughs> well, I don't even know. Like how to come back from that because I'm just broken now. 
Yeah, my soul broke a little bit hearing yeah. these facts so far, and I didn't expect to be this mind blown, and it's really thrown me off. Yeah, but right. we must plunder on for our listeners. They have okay. to know. All right, we'll keep doing it then. Let me let me pull back a little bit so okay. that we can recover some of your your love and affection for an owl. Yeah, give me give me a cute fuzzy fact. Okay, they have three eyelids. Okay, I don't really <laughs> think that's cute, but I think it's so smart. Well, why do they need three eyelids? The upper eyelid, right. so they have one that, that comes like down from above, yes, is for blinking. Right. So they can blink, so they're one up better on than geckos are. Right. Um, um, I'm sorry, leopard geckos can blink, but whatever. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fair. Um, the lower one is for sleeping. I don't know why they can't just... just close their upper I know, but whatever. Um, and then the third eyelid closes from the inside mm-hmm. out right in order to keep the eyes clean right and a lot um there's actually a lot of like reptiles yeah. that have eyelids like that mm-hmm. where and they cats. like mm-hmm, cats too mm-hmm. um but why do you it just seems extra to have right? all three yeah because usually like cats only have the the two they have the set that comes down right. from the top and then they have the set that comes in from the right. sides right but they have they have a mechanism for blinking separate yeah. from sleeping. I don't know why they needed that. Seems a little yeah. extra owls. Yeah, because like dogs have sense. like three. I mean, technically, a lot of animals True. have three sets of eyelids, but the third set is not actually supposed to come out. Yeah, and right. when it does, then, then you get cherry a problem. Eye. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like, why? Yeah. <laughs> that just seems like so much maintenance. Owls, call us. Explain yourself. Yes, explain. Owls, <laughs> explain. Oh, please don't come visit us, though. <laughs> yeah, actually, we're a little scared of you. We're a little scared now. We just watch them from a distance. All yeah. wildlife should be respected from a distance. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, do you want to hear another very... Uh, it's. I'm sorry. I mean, they're just all going to be weird I'm trying to facts. look for a really cute one, but... Just go for it. All right, so they're... We're just going to look at pictures of baby owls, yeah. and we'll be reminded that yeah. they're cute. Yeah, totally. So another thing that distinguishes owls is that their beaks are very sharp and very powerful. They use them as a method of defense, but also to catch prey. Of course, since they don't, they have beaks and they don't have teeth, they're not able to chew their food. Right. So they just swallow it whole through their beaks. Except if it's too big, then they'll tear it apart with their talons and their beak into smaller segments and then eat it separately. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. How, are you, how are you feeling about owls now? I mean, like, I mean, you, you knew, I mean, obviously we know right. they don't have teeth. They're raptors. Right. You know that they have to eat and that they eat live animals mm-hmm. smaller than them. Um, I didn't know that they tore things apart. It just seems like maybe you shouldn't grab something that's too big for you. Right? <laughs> like, maybe you should just, like, your eyes should. So here's something your I Your eye tubes know. should only pick things that your stomach can handle or your beak can handle. True. True. They need, They're they greedy. They need a mechanism like the octopuses had where <laughs> if they eat something too big, they die because it can't go through their brain, <laughs> their donut-shaped brain. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> the owls would die. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. We don't want that. That's true, yeah. even though they scare us a we, little bit. We kind of want them to stay at a visible distance, but a yeah. distance. Like, I want to be able to see them, just don't come yeah. near my car at night. <laughs> right. Or, or anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh, okay. So, along with how they process food, mm-hmm. they have two stomachs. Right. Honey, shush, 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 shush. Sorry, Poppy is a little, little restless tonight. Mm-hmm. She has things she wants to include about owls. Poppy. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, so they have the two stomachs uh, that helps them to digest their prey because, of course, when they're eating, 
like a whole rodent, they've got the bones, they've got the tendons, the cartilage, the right. fur, everything. So they have to the process. The actual eyeballs. Yeah, the real eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> so they have to process all that. So what they, they digest what they can through the two-stomach system. And then what they can't digest, they regurgitate in these little small hard pellets. Right. That you can, like, cut open and right. look into. Yeah. Which is really cool. Right. Which, that is not a new fact to me. Yeah. As I think it's not a new fact to most people, yeah. in America at least, mm-hmm. that most people got to do some type of dissection I growing up in school. I forgot to do that one, but that one sounds It's cool. a pretty popular one. Yeah. And it's one, like, it's usually one of the first ones you do because mm-hmm. you're not, like, cutting into a live animal. Oh, see, we did fetal pigs. Right away? Yeah. Well, see, I did my owl Eighth pellet grade. dissection in fourth grade. So we started early. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they would have ever had us do that. And then we did a squid dissection the next year. So oh, okay. we, like, you gotcha. know, working our way up to... Mm-hmm. Though, in seventh grade, I did an earthworm, and I thought that was, like, really easy. Anyway. Yeah. Um, what what I've always wondered, and yes. what I'm sure somebody told me when we were doing that yeah. owl pellet dis- like dissection, yeah. but I don't remember because right. it's been more years than I'd like to admit to this podcast... Um, <laughs> like, so they regurgitate what they can't process, but so that's essentially their waste. Yeah. So do they not poop? Oh, no, they still totally poop. So that is like their processed waste. Yeah. Like the wasted nutrients. These are the things that they can't digest even to get to make waste. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is their, it's hairballs, but also bones usually. Yeah. It's a hair and bone ball. Yeah. But they can digest the eyes because the eyes never come out. Well, no, the, the <laughs> eyes are, are a softer organ. So, soft, fleshy organ. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> but, like, but now I'm thinking of the fact that, like, I feed my snake a right. mouse once a week. Right. And, like, that just comes out as poop. Yeah, like, but that's because your snake has a totally different. Right, of course. But, like, now I'm just thinking about all the gross things that, like, right? are part of a whole yeah. animal. Yeah. Because, like, we eat processed yeah. cuts of animals. Right. And, like, they're just savages. Savage owls. Or. Yeah. Brilliant. Right. Because they use all the pieces. They waste no energy I mean, being they, like, they mm, do, I'm going to pick these tasty bits off. They They're like, no, waste. I eat it all. They, I mean, they just it's, like it's leave. True piles of fur and bones everywhere. Okay, but maybe they're doing it out of a magnanimous feeling of, of wanting to give human children something cool to look for when they go into the forest. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that they, they care that They're much like, about people. I will leave you a treasure to yeah. find. Okay. It has bones in it. No, that's actually, um, we'll talk about crows another time, but that's a that's more of a crow thing. Totally. Okay, so... Just to go back to the whole head thing, the owl head thing. Okay, circling back. Yes. So you know that movement that's really associated with owls? I'm so sorry. It just hit me because heads turn in a circle. Okay, that's fine. Um, I was talking about the bob that they do, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you see that more often than you see the head turning, actually. Yes. Yeah, They're probably because little... it doesn't cut off circulation. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so when they're doing that, they actually have a reason for that. It's not just to be cute. Oh. Or sassy. Okay. Or to dance to music. It's not the, that whole, look at me. Nope, it's okay. not. It's because that helps them to get a three-dimensional conception of their environment so they can put everything into perspective and have, like be able to focus in. Again, it's part of that binocular. Well, it's not part, but it goes along with the binocular vision. Okay. Yeah, I know. Cool, huh? They're also set up to be super impressive predators. Yes. Yes. Yes, they are. 
Yes. Yes. Um, and part of that is the camouflage. Right. Um, so they're they're already their feathers are already meant to blend in with whatever environment they're in. And you can find owls in every sort of environment. The only continent they're not in is Antarctica. Even though there are snowy owls, but they're just not not that snowy. They're not insulated enough. Yeah, exactly. It's for so, Antarctica, it's, it's just not a much hostile to eat place over there either. They'd have to learn to eat penguins, and I feel like that's just that's really hard. I mean, owls do eat other owls sometimes, but I feel like a savages. Penguin might eat, oh yeah, they're kind of bitches. Yeah, yeah, just totally. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the coloring helps them just their natural color patterns on their. Right on their feathers, but then also their coloring can change to adapt um, to different seasons in their given environment. Okay. Another thing that's a very excellent mechanism for them and not so great for the things that they are predating upon uh, is the fact that their feathers are arranged in such a way that they fly totally silently. Totally silently? Totally silently. Hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, so you could be attacked by an owl, and someone near you wouldn't even hear the owl come by. Are you sure? Yes. Because I really don't believe that at all, oh, except for that maybe I do. I know, Because right? I'm now convinced the owls are murderers. Now let me tell you about this. There is a documentary on yes. Netflix yes. called The Staircase, yeah. which was just put on Netflix like not that long ago. Right. But... Because there are pieces of it that were just added. But it's been an ongoing documentary itself. Okay, interesting enough. It's Watch it. <laughs> right. you'll, maybe you'll like it. Maybe you won't. Wait, what's it about? It's about a case, um, the Michael Peterson versus Kathleen, well, versus the state, but about uh-huh. Kathleen Peterson, his wife, okay. who was found dead at the bottom of a staircase. Okay. Did and he then, kill her? That's what they tried to say. Yeah. Um, the, like... At first, it was ruled an accident, uh-huh. and then, like, some time later, they decided to charge him with murder. It was very, Whoa. like, there was a gap okay. between when she what? died and when they decided to charge him. I think it was, like, a year or two what? before they decided to charge him. That's um, messed up. Mm-hmm. And this happened back in the early 2000s, wow. um, where I think it happened in 2001, and they didn't pursue trial until 2003 holy moly part of it too was that like the legal proceedings just took a really long time sure which kind of shocked me because like it's a murder trial right yeah so, like seems kind of important right like i know she's dead but also but, like what like, if he was gonna murder someone else yeah and like he wasn't in jail he, he was, was at wh- home i'm sorry he wasn't in jail no because he posted bail because when he started he posted bail yeah when he murder? started trial proceedings uh-huh he, um, he was rich. He had oh, money. Nice. Obviously, must be nice. By for the some. end of the like twelve year right. journey, he did not have money. Wait, it took twelve years. It was an on and off thing. Oh my anyway, God. that's crazy. This documentary doesn't touch on it as much. Okay, but when Cassie started watching the documentary, I I can't stay focused. <laughs> I can't. I had to. I had to read ahead. Like we were only like two episodes in, but I had to know how it ended. I like crime documentaries are not my thing. Okay. <laughs> They're just like it's so <laughs> much. much who done it? Yeah. Who did it? Was it like what happened? And I'm like, I just want to know. So I, so I searched um, this case, the Michael Peterson versus Kathleen Peterson case, and I found this article that was like, here are the different proposed theories of what killed her and what we feel is believable. So one was that she fell down the stairs, which uh-huh. was what they what the defendants were trying to argue. 
Um, I mean that she was found at the bottom of the stairs, right? right. But she fell so it down. Seems like and that's that would be how she died. Reasonable. But then the argument, on the other hand, was that she, he murdered her, and mm-hmm. then she fell down the stairs. Wasn't there something about she had some weird wounds or something? Well, she had lacerations in her skull that they oh. didn't feel were from like hitting her head against things because uh-huh. because the skin was actually lacerated. <laughs> um, but then. Then the issue that I had and that most people had Mm -hmm. was that if he had attacked her with an object that was hard enough to lacerate the skull and cause bleeding, it would have, you would think, hurt the the skull. Because it lacerated the skin, but there was no skull fractures. Oh, weird. Because what actually killed her, I think they ended up saying, was blood loss. Oh, not blunt force trauma. No, was blood loss. Mm. And so you're like, how could you lose that much blood just, like, falling down the stairs? Yeah. But also it didn't really seem to make sense that he'd murdered her because Mm -hmm. there was no weapon. There was no motive. They were very happily married. And they had kids that all said they were happily married and friends that all said they were happily married and um, all kinds of confusing things. Then this article pointed out that years down the line, after he was convicted, Uh what, what... we personally felt it was wrongly, but you'll have to watch the documentary and do your own research right. to figure right. it out. After he was convicted, then released, um, when he was going up for a retrial, somebody mm-hmm. else said, what if an owl did it? And I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> what? What? Right? <laughs> what? what do you mean an owl? Yeah. Like, this isn't even relative. Yeah. So apparently they were outside in their, like, pool area okay. before this happened. They were outside together, and then she went inside and uh-huh. wasn't with her for a time. And they were the only two home. So somebody proposed that she could have been in a struggle with an owl before she ran into the house to try and get away what? from it. And then, like, ran up a couple stairs, tripped, and fell back down them. And then died not from the fall, oh. but from the blood loss from the owl attack. Oh my god! So I at the time thought, what? No, right. there's no way an owl could kill someone. Right. No way at all. Right. But then I started looking at what the experts about. So in that area, it's barn owls. Oh. Um, and like those are huge. They're pretty big. They're huge yeah. owls. And they are still raptors. Oh like, these God, are still yeah. birds of prey. And I guess they are known to get entangled in people's hair, like, to swoop down and try and attack and get entangled into people's hair. Oh, cool. Um, and <laughs> when they reexamined her body mm-hmm. after, um, when somebody had proposed this theory, they found microscopic owl feathers in, entangled in the hair fibers that she was holding in her hands. Wait, 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 wait. She had her own hair in her hands? Yeah, but it was, like, minuscule amounts. So, like, you you know, you could have hair on your right, hands just by just, like, your, running your hands yeah. through your hair. Or, like, you know, if, you're, if your hands hit your head yeah. while you were falling. So, initially, it was dismissed. Huh. And it's not like we're talking, like, big old feathers that they saw. Because <laughs> they wouldn't have missed that. Um, wouldn't they have? Well, Whatever. They shouldn't have missed that. Right. But we're talking, like, minuscule, like, the fluffy little bits of owl. Right. And what the experts proposed was what had happened Uh was, like, she was trying to yank the bird out of her hair. Oh, my god! And so that's probably how she ended up with feathers and hair in her hands. Oh, jeez. And that um, the marks and lacerations found on her skull were totally within the capabilities of an owl. Completely. They have those sharp talons. Are you kidding me? And they rip up prey with those talons. Oh my god. Now, does that mean that an owl had the intent to eat her? Probably not, because they they don't go after humans with the intent to hunt us often. No. 
So, but if they feel threatened, right, right, yeah. it like for whatever reason yeah. their territory got too. <laughs> <laughs> He's so tired. <laughs> Either way, it's it was totally behaviorally within what a normal yeah. owl would do. Absolutely. To attack her. Oh my god. Um and that kind of blood loss, if she wasn't found quickly and like got into a hospital, that blood loss could kill her. Well and if she had like if she had tears in her head. Right. Head in, in her, her skin. Scalp. Yeah. And she was disoriented. Right. And she tried to walk up the stairs. Right. It's totally and reasonable she, was already she would losing. fall. Exactly. And oh it wouldn't have caused, the the talons wouldn't have caused major fractures. Like you would have seen if she'd been hit with a blunt force object. And since the owls are silent predators. There was, there would be no, like. Yeah. He could have heard her reaction. Right. To it. Right. But he wouldn't have heard anything previous to it. And if he wasn't close to her. Right. It's quite possible he didn't hear anything. Because, like, he didn't hear her falling down the stairs either. Yeah. Which, you know, maybe we're wrong. I mean, right. Maybe he did murder his wife. To be honest, this I would like to know where the murder weapon is. Sounds, if that was maybe the Maybe he case. trained an owl. <laughs> to attack her. Yes. It didn't work out well for him because no. nobody believed the owl theory. But honestly, that sounds right. really plausible. I mean, in the article that I first saw it in before yeah. I did more research, they were like, oh, come on, this is ridiculous. And I was like, oh, come on, this is ridiculous. But then I was it. like, really into it. Yeah. Because, you know, it's just so, it's so unique. It's so unique, but the, also the, like... The most unsatisfying part about that story is that there's no definite answer. <sighs> we will never know for sure. I hate that. But like, based on what we've learned today and what I learned in doing more research, yeah, like... Yeah. It was, uh, I would say it's a very real possibility that that happened. I mean, honestly, I have another story that I was going to tell you about that's, it's not a story that has happened to me personally, but it's a story that I associate with because it happened in Oregon. Okay. Which is where I'm from and where my family's from. Um, and it was a really big deal when it happened. Like, people were talking about it on the national news. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it was a um, an owl that, achieved notoriety in 2015 for attacking joggers mm-hmm. in Salem, which is the capital of Oregon. Right. You would think it'd be Portland, but you'd be wrong. It's Salem, which is fine, too. It's whatever. Yeah. Um, so it was, it attacked, like, multiple joggers, and then it, they put up signs yeah. that said, warning, attack owls in the area. <laughs> and, of course, people are like, ha! Yeah, it's so funny. But it's terrifying. And right. actually, you have to watch out for those owls. Right. Because then they came back, so the owl, and it was just this one owl. Just one. What, just one that really didn't like humans. And it was a barred owl. Yeah. Same fucking, oh my God. Okay, so it clawed up at least three people outside of the state capitol after um, attacking the, the joggers. It came back and started attacking government workers. Oh my God. They're just like leaving work and it's yeah. coming out of nowhere. Yeah. And it's the and capital. It's so silent. So you, how do you watch out? I mean, that's literally. How do you watch out for a silent predator? This is a direct quote from the city, city parks spokeswoman, uh-huh. Tibby Larson. She says, it's silent. This is a quote. Okay. It's silent. You're just walking along, minding your own business. And an owl comes silently at you from behind. Yeah. Like, it sounds like it There's should be funny, but it's terrifying. no way to yeah, stop no that. Nothing. No. no. At all. Unless you could turn your head 270 degrees. Right. But you can't. Because you're not an owl. So you screwed. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's crazy because apparently the injuries were all pretty minor from that one, but they did say, like, it has the 
the potential to be really dangerous. Right. And also the scratches can get infected, too, because, you know, right. they don't clean their talons. No. We got yeah. all kinds of gross stuff on there. Yep. Yep. Flesh. All yep. kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, being Oregonians and a little bit odd, uh, Oregonians embraced it. And so sales of the Attack Owl Street Signs raised more than $20,000 for local parks. And a local brewery called Gilgamesh Brewery um, named a L after the Attack Owl that was called Hoot Attack. Um, because apparently the barred owl is also named known as a hoot owl. Right. And then she says, everyone loves the owl. Well, I'm sure those whose heads are clawed up don't, but everyone else. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. But, like, see, if you had then gone and, like, been attacked and nobody was around, you ran in the house to get help and to get away from this owl. Because it's fucking terrifying. Fell down the stairs, got more injuries from falling down the stairs, and then just laid at the bottom of your stairs and, like, passed out. Then you would eventually just bleed out. Because without medical attention, right. wounds don't always cauterize. No, so especially not me, if they're deep. Well, and it was skull wounds or right. head wounds, right? Those, like those bleed don't a lot. Like, they just don't. It, it takes a long time. So it yeah. completely makes sense totally. that a woman. I do, I wouldn't say she was murdered by an owl. Well, no, it but I would say that she died of complications from an owl attack. Case closed. Case closed. Solved. We're Don't so even sorry. bother watching the staircase. Rest in peace, Kathleen. Kathleen? Kathleen? Kathleen Peterson. Kathleen Peterson. Mm-hmm. I just, I want to follow that up with another example of how, like, owls are a little, they're a little bit more than we give them credit for, I yeah. think, in American pop culture. Yeah. Um, so this is another story I found while I was researching. Mm-hmm. So generally when you think of an owl hunting. Right. What... Like, you would think of it doing, like, the swoop attacks, right? Right. Well, so apparently burrowing owls take a different approach sometimes. Well, they, you know, they're different. They are different. Right. Yeah. I mean, they live in the ground. And they're little. And they're tiny. And they're um, they're not nocturnal. They're diurnal. So mm-hmm. they're awake and hunting during the day. Like so our gecko friends. So they have to use other plans. Right. Yeah. So what they do is they steal prairie dog towns. Town? Mm-hmm. Yeah, prairie dogs make little tunnels and oh, like, right, communities right. under yeah. the ground. Oh, so they just move in. They just move They're in. They're like, hey, They're this like, is mine now. Out. Whose house is this? It's my house now! Whose house is this? It's my house now! <laughs> it is always my house! <laughs> so they move into the tunnels that have been excavated by other animals, but then they get really smart because they'll line the tunnels with dung, with animal dung. Gross. Uh huh. And then they'll sit at the borough entrance all day long. They're making it look like, oh, I'm just chilling. It's cool, whatever. Yeah. But actually, they're fishing. Oh. They use the the poop as bait for dung beetles, which is one of burrowing owls' types of favorite favorite types of prey. So then they'll just sit back and be like, mm, "Come to me. Yes, delicious. I eat you." <laughs> so they collect they collect dung from other animals. Right. And then they line. Yeah. The the entrance to their cave with it and yeah. just sit back and are like, mmm, delicious snackies. Meanwhile, there's a whole family of prairie dogs just, like, homeless. Yeah, they're sitting <laughs> off to the side and watching and being like, don't go. No, turn away, little dumb beetle. Please don't go to the laughing place. Oh, my God. Uh, oh burrowing owls. On a, on a different note, if we want to end without people uh-huh. being terrified of owls for the rest of their lives, uh-huh. burrowing owls pose no threat to humans. 
Actually, we we oh, pose no, tiny. a much greater threat to them. Yes, in like, and they are everywhere. We yeah. had some in Natomas that um, had to be protected. We have some down ago. the street here. That's yeah. part of why we have that little bird sanctuary. Mm-hmm. Teeny tiny little. Um, they're adorable. Yes. They eat mostly bugs and small animals. And, and yes, like, please eat the spiders and the dung beetles. Exactly. I'm cool like, with that. Nobody. Thank we you. Build, we don't need dung beetles no. in our area. No, like, I don't want them. We just don't. Nope. Um, and uh, honestly, like they're just. Absolutely adorable. They are. And, you know, some of our favorite characters in mm-hmm. American culture have been owls. Yes. Obviously not the creepy, pervy Tootsie Roll owl. Right. And not the owl in the fourth kind, that movie, where the owls were... People were having dreams about evil owls, but it was a cover-up for aliens. I didn't see that movie. Yeah, I didn't either, but I read the whole Wikipedia plot description because oh I was goodness. like, wait, tell me about this, but I don't want to yeah. watch it. It sounds scary. No, <laughs> but, you know, uh, they're, they're not all bad. They're not all evil, but, like, keep your distance. Right, keep your, like, honestly. For the cute guys, keep them protected yeah. by keeping your yeah. distance, and for the big mm-hmm. guys, like, keep yourself safe. Yeah. I think Greek mythology wraps it up pretty well. Because in Greek mythology, owls were a companion of Athena, who is the goddess of wisdom, Mm -hmm. but also a warrior. Yeah. Yeah. So they've always been associated in Greek culture with both war and wisdom. So for, for Greek soldiers, if they saw an owl fly by them during battle, they would take it as a sign that they would be victorious. Right. But also, like, respect the owl. Right. Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, this is battle zone. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. So that's that's kind of what we have on ours today. Yeah. Keep it brief because I think we threw a lot of shocking content at you. I really think that we <laughs> probably blew a lot of minds because we blew our own minds. But you know what? If you're not terrified of owls yet, yeah, go to Japan <laughs> and you can go to an owl cafe where you can hang out with owls. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, no, I'll stick with my cat cafes. Thank you. Yeah, same. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll stick with the cat cafes. Yeah. They seem just like the safest bet. Yes. Because the nice thing about wild cats is that they mostly just stay away from They're you. They're like, no, please don't they come They don't close want to, to come close to yeah. you. Whereas the owls are like, hi, you going to eat that food? And you're like, no, please have it. Yeah, I don't, I didn't want <laughs> I it. It's okay. No. Goodbye. Just <laughs> run for cover. Yes. If you wear a helmet outside all the time, you'd be, probably be pretty protected from an owl attack. Mm-hmm. You'd Unless they planned like, a way to, like, <laughs> trick you to take off the helmet. Yeah. Yeah. And then attack With you. With some dung beetles first. Oh, my God. They were, like, flinging some poo at you. <laughs> That's a chimp thing. We'll talk about <laughs> chimps, too. Heck, yeah, we will. Yeah, we have to talk about gorillas, too, do a Rest in Peace Coco episode. <laughs> I know. So sad. Coco. She but lived a pretty good life. A nice, long life. Very long life. She did live a long yeah. life. Um, <sighs> cool. Yeah. So... Thank you for tuning in today. Absolutely. And now we can say with 100% certainty (laughs) that you can go listen to all of our episodes. Everywhere. They're everywhere. On anything. Any kind of podcast listening place that you like, we are there. Podcast Addict. We are there. Just search CritterCast. You might see two other random ones that haven't posted in forever, but we are there posting weekly on Sundays. We're the new one. Yes. We're the new Critter Cast. Sundays in, town. in the Pacific time zone. Yeah. So if you are somewhere else in the world or somewhere else in this country, True. it may bleed into a different day. True. Right. But, but just generally keep an eye out on Sundays and keep an eye out on our social media because we'll always announce when we've yes. got a new episode up. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Um, start sending us stuff. We are yeah. ready to receive. Yeah, we want to hear about your own experiences with all these animals we've already talked about, but Absolutely. also other animals too. Yeah. And uh, somebody asked me the other day when mm-hmm. I was telling them about the podcast, like, oh, well, can I like nominate an animal? And I said, oh yes. Absolutely. Send it to us. Yeah. In general, um, if you're if you're looking for what to tag your post with, mm-hmm. we've been using insert creature here uh-huh. loves the booty yes or critters love the booty yeah if you want a general one that yeah. we'll always see yes but so today we'll do owls love the booty yeah they they do but also they love the heads too though. so the one thing i do have to double check about those hashtags uh-huh. is that sometimes i think i did like gecko loves love the booty and other time it's like kittens kittens love the booty oh, um a little tricky yeah a little yeah. tricky do it either way you want we'll look for we'll both find ways anything that loves we'll the look booty. for both ways Ooh, wait <laughs> so I think today we'll for sure just do owls love yeah, the booty. That sounds good. Um, and we'll we'll keep an eye out for yeah. that, and we'll try to keep it consistent yeah. at that from now on. And you can message us through Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, you can follow us on Twitter and DM us. Yeah, slide so, into those DMs. Yeah, slide, slide in, right on, or in. swoop in like an owl. We don't care. Silently and deadly. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Or line the entrance of our Twitter with some, wait, no. <laughs> um, that's so we're, work as well. No. So we're CritterCast on Twitter. We're CritterCast on yeah. Facebook. We're CritterCast on all of the um, the podcast listening applications. Mm-hmm. We're CritterCastPodcast.com Podcast. mm-hmm. for our website. Um, and to email us, it's also CritterCastPodcast. Yeah, well... At gmail.com. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, we're still getting the flow down, guys. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And also, you know, most people are going to prefer social media. Oh, I mean, Email yeah, anyway. Right. So. But if you up. have a big story to tell us, you can totally email it to yeah. us. Yeah. And give us all the deets. We are never hesitant right. to receive those. No. Also, share your pictures with us. Yes. Especially of animals that we've talked about so far, but also of animals that you want to nominate. Right. This is yeah. an all critters welcome. Yeah. All, all we critters don't welcome zone. Discriminate. Against yes. any critters except for squirrels. That's not true. Karina loves squirrels. So okay, hit me up with all those squirrel pictures. <laughs> you get to manage our social media accounts. Yes. Okay, good. Squirrels! No. Ah. I love them. <laughs> okay. Uh, thanks, everyone. Yeah. Have a wonderful... No, we have a sign-off. Crit- What's our sign-off? We have a sign-off. What is it? See you later, alligator. All right. After a while, crocodile. Yeah. <laughs>